touch my hair When it's the feelings I wear Don't touch my soul When it's the rhythm I know Don't touch my crown They see the vision I've found. Don't touch what's there. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Black Hair Care Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Queen Quaymo. Shalom. Assalamu alaikum. Salutations. Greetings, earthlings. All of that good shit. I know I've been in my A for a while, but guess what? I've been grinding. So if you let me make my announcements before I do anything else. If you are in the Indianapolis area, I would like for you to come to my pop-up shops that I have at Washington Square Mall on the east side of Indianapolis. I'm there every single Friday from noon until I sell out. I'm passing out pamphlets, uh, information about hair care, and of course I will have products on deck. So you could come and get some moisturizing, uh, shampoo and conditioner. You can get some herbal growth stimulation growth oil, and you can also get um, you can also get some alopecia treatments. And that's actually what I'm gonna be talking about on today's episode. I want to really, 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 really talk about alopecia. Okay. So yes. Another thing I want to do as far as announcements go, let me say thank you, man. Y'all didn't help me. So I've been at that Washington Square Mall uh, every Friday for the last month now, and I've sold out three times. So round of applause for that. You know, I ain't got an actual round of applause right now, but, you know, shout outs to all of my customers, all of my followers and everybody who just came out to the Washington Square Mall and been shopping with me. I want to say thank you. And I also want to say a shout out to my consumers who shop with me directly online. So uh, Queen Quamo Hair Care is doing pretty well. I'm really enjoying making these products, researching these products. I enjoy testing them and I enjoy using them myself. Like I've had like a really, really good turnout because the hair care line only has been released since May 1st. Here it is, July the 9th, and it's just a lot of uh, good things happening. I've had my first uh, customer from Jamaica, and, you know, things are doing good, you know, so thank y'all, man. None of this would be possible for if it wasn't for uh, my listeners, the people trusting me with their hair care, and, you know, the most high for, uh, you know, putting this in inside of me and, you know, uh, giving me this love to make these products, you feel me, so yeah thank you but today yes y'all we gotta talk about alopecia so you know let's talk about it number one we've had we've had like a really 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 hard time with understanding our hair since you know doing this transformation in the big natural woke movement you feel me so you know before then we all used to get perms uh we used to wear weaves and some of us still wear weaves and wear braids and you know, wear the wigs and things like that. But I really want to talk about alopecia and how it's connected. So a lot of people think alopecia is just, uh, well, is, is a disease in that um, you can only get it from like having, you know, from it being hereditary or something attacking your nervous system or autoimmune disease. But there's different type of alopecias. And I want to talk about that. So uh, 
what alopecia basically is is just it just simply means that you're losing your hair and alopecia looks like either bald spots hair thinning or head shedding so if you're missing like uh patches of hair inside of your head that is basically alopecia so you know there's different ways you'll see people with the thinner edges you'll see people gone from the hair in the middle of their head you'll see people with actually a bald head and it could be because they have some sort of alopecia so i want to talk about what these different alopecias are so let's let me go down the list let's talk about andro andrenic alopecia and i know i'm saying that wrong but it's a-n-d-r-o-g-e-n-i-c alopecia andrenic alopecia and this one is more common uh for for men and women and it's basically where you see like the male pattern baldness on the men so you know how the men start losing their hair like in the middle of their hair or like around that crown of their head that's how you'll notice like a man is having uh alopecia and then for women you'll start noticing the thinning uh around the crown area the hairline is shrinking the temples you know that's pretty much what you'll see with andrenic alopecia and it normally makes a u-shaped pattern around the back and the sides of your head and this normally uh stays on your hair or makes it like fall out you feel me so the pattern is what makes your hair fall out and it normally leads uh to baldness you know as time passes so that's one form of alopecia the other form of alopecia is alopecia arita arita y'all y'all know i can't talk for shit a-r-e-a-t-a arata arita and this form of alopecia is generated with the immune system in the body and you know when you're having those issues in your immune system uh some can be triggered from hormones it's it targets your hair follicles in particular and so it just starts to disturb the natural hair growth and the form of your hair and um they don't have a lot of information as to what is causing it you know like there's there's different autoimmune diseases uh that can be linked to uh alopecia but they're not really they're not really sure what is like the cause of it but they know like certain conditions like uh ulcerative colitis rheumatoid arthritis lupus vitilago or vitilago uh thyroid disease uh you can have some type of allergic disorder those things have been known uh to be linked to alopecia so um yeah they're not really sure like what the indication is to get in that alopecia but it could also even be hereditary or genes you know and then we have alopecia universal now this alopecia is the most advanced type of alopecia and is described as the total hair loss all over your body so you'll start noticing that like your eyebrows are missing um your eyelashes hair on the other parts of your body your nasal hairs um your scalp is, is just very exposed so like when it gets to that point is is very like severe case of alopecia where it's just all over your body and some of the things that have been linked uh to causing that has been like uh bacterias uh the sun different medical conditions uh they're not really sure exactly what causes um a lot of the forms of alopecia and that's one of the problems but I want to just be real with y'all a lot of the alopecias that are in the african-american communities they come from us 
getting these different hairstyles, relaxing our hair, putting these different chemicals in our hair. And I'm going to touch more on that, but let me go through the list. Let me finish going through the list. So then we have Oasis alopecia, and this is the alopecia where the hair loss happens in a wave shape and it like surrounds the head so they'll look like little scales inside of your head so that's old old faces and it's o-p-h-i-a-s-i-s alopecia then the one that i may mention of we got the traction alopecia so traction alopecia is the hair loss that results from you damaging your hair follicles and the papilla from continuous tension or pulling all over the all over for like a lengthy period of time so you'll know you notice people who get a lot of cornrows or braids you know like people won't say cornrows so people who get a lot of braids uh, and they and the braids are really tight or you're getting those uh those sew-ins and they really tight or just getting those quick weaves and they really tight those are those are really linked and like triggering for alopecia, tension, traction alopecia. And this can be, um, this could be really serious too. It could be really, really serious. So like, that's pretty much why you need to be careful of who you letting uh, do your hair. Be careful of the different styles that you put in your hair. Like it can really cause some damage. And so like, uh, I wish I could show y'all this. I wish I had video. Like, I got some. I, I took some notes earlier today. Like, I went prepared for this episode uh, for the um, at the at the library today, and I just really did my research and just pulled up different pictures. And so, like with with the traction alopecia, it actually it starts off with uh, damaging like your shaft, and it starts off with damaging your your follicle. But then what happens is it actually pulls your whole entire follicle, like and can give you a facelift. So you'll start noticing like some people, their hairline get pushed all the way back. And then you can even see that their face is lifting up with the hairline pushing back. And that's all because you like wearing these super, super tight ass hairstyles. You got to be careful, y'all. You got to be careful with those braids. You got to be careful with those weaves. Um, man, it's just so many different forms of alopecia. We got folicitis. We got trichorexa nodosa. We got lynching, plantarialis. I know I'm saying this shit all wrong. We got triclamani. And then we got, uh, man, we got so many things that like can be linked to alopecia. But I also want to talk about relaxers and and relaxers and um, uh, what's the other shit? Uh, chemicals, using chemicals in your hair. So those two can actually cause you to have an alopecia and even having chemical burns. It's just actual, factual, y'all. It's it's big facts. You feel me? Like it's just so much shit that can be associated with that. Like so, like for example, with the perms. Okay, your typical perm has lye in it. You know, perms have lye in them. Even with the perm having the lye inside of them, you know, I mean, with the with the perm having the lies inside of them, the lye has a chemical that if it's left on too long on your head, it can actually like burn your hair and give you some uh, some chemical burns. 
What's up, y'all? This is your girl, Queen Quaymo. And today I want y'all to do me a favor and head over to my website at queenquaymo.com and grab some moisturizing shampoo and conditioner, some lemon coconut milk leave-in conditioner. I got herbal growth stimulation oil, and I even have a bundle pack for those who are suffering from alopecia to help you get those edges all the way back and fill those spots in. So if you're looking for some hair care products that's 100% organic, to meet all of your moisturizing needs, go to queenquaymo.com. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Let's talk about the dangers of using relaxers and chemicals in your head. So let's just talk about the ingredients in the, in the relaxers. Uh, the ingredients that are contained in the relaxers are known uh, they work by breaking the chemical bonds in the inside of your hair. So the process to do that, which is you putting a, a relaxer on your hair, the different chemicals in there, some containing lye, it can give you an actual chemical burn. You feel me? And one of the things that it affects like directly, of course it affects your hair, but it affects your scalp. So like the lot that's contained in the, um, the relaxers is uh, the lot is basically sodium hydroxide. That's the active ingredient of lye. So even the perms that don't have lye in it, they have a lot of calcium hydroxide and guanine carbonate. And they are mixed together to produce the guanidine hydro hydroxide. I can't even say this shit. That's how you know you shouldn't be putting that shit in your hair. Well, anyways putting those chemicals inside of your hair this is what normally happens so the first step that you'll notice like if especially if you're not using that protective so you know when you get a perm they got like a little protective ointment you're supposed to put on your scalp it's so important to put that on your scalp and apply relaxer you know correctly so if you are and if you must use a relaxer in your hair you should take precautions and put a scalp protectant on your hair and apply it the right way however even if you are applying a relaxer the right way, you still put yourself at risk to have uh, scalp irritants. Like, uh, you know, the scalp becomes red if it gets burnt or if, there's, if the chemicals are too strong for your hair, you still have redness, itchiness and scabs into your uh, scalp. Now, sometimes you'll even get the chemical burns, which that has happened to me before, like leaving a perm on too long, having a perm too strong. And sometimes the burns are so severe they, they're not painful. You don't really feel them at the time. But what happens is you could get like secondary infections. Uh, you have permanent hair loss, which is how I'm mentioning this because it can lead to alopecia. And then they have severe scarring and sometimes even emotional distress from not having no hair. You feel me? So I know y'all remember that Tina Turner movie when Tina Turner put the uh, put the perm in and they forgot to put the chemical in and then it, it like made her lose all of her hair that shit is actual factual that definitely could happen to you it's happened to so many people in the past and just knowing that it's linked to so many other illnesses like cancer uh mental retardation fibroid tumors uh bipolar depression perms and relaxers are linked to so many things because number one like like i said again it, it messes with the chemical bonds in your hair which is much bigger than that. Like we think about, like I told y'all in the other previous episodes, 
we think about our hair like it's just hair no your hair is attached to your fucking brain so if you burning off your hair and now you burn off the scalp you don't think that you're putting your brain at risk which controls everything to our body for these different hazardous uh um ingredients and that it's not going to have any effect on you oh yes the fuck it will sure will yep sure will so perms also could lead to hair damage you know so we all know what hair damage is you know your, your shafts become uh brittle you know you have a lot of breakage you know you can start telling like people who overly process their hair it just looks really brittle and it looks really dull and you'll start noticing the thinning you know you'll start seeing that their hairline is separating you'll start noticing little patches and a lot of that is from chemicals so like some of the alopecia the moment that you stop putting those chemicals inside of your hair your hair begins to heal from uh, all of the like trauma has been going through so if you are suffering from uh hair thinning ball patches uh uh anything like that anything like that ball patches hair thinning hair shedding your hair is really brittle you're suffering from a lot of breakage stop putting the processes in your hair stop frying your hair allow yourself some time for your scalp to heal for your hair to heal and become back healthy and strong and a lot of people i get it you go back to putting those processes and stuff in your hair because what's up y'all this is your girl queen quaymo and today i want y'all to do me a favor and head over to my website at queenquaymo.com and grab some moisturizing shampoo and conditioner some lemon coconut milk leave-in conditioner i got herbal growth stimulation oil and i even have a bundle pack for those who are suffering from alopecia to help you get those edges all the way back and fill those spots in so if you're looking for some hair care products that's 100 organic to meet all of your moisturizing needs go to queenquaymo.com A lot of times you go back to putting the perms and processing your hair because uh, you don't know how to tame and uh, take care of your natural hair. Like we don't know how to take care of our hair in our natural state. So again, there's so much information out here, y'all. We got social media, we got Instagram, we got bloggers, we have uh, websites. We got so many people uh, that's, that's giving us information on how we can style, mate, uh, maintain, and um, take care of our hair. But we gotta also be just comfortable with whatever um, texture that we have. We have to learn to love and appreciate our hair. And you know, you know, let's just keep it real. Let's just keep it fucking real. You know, a lot of times we use that excuse. Oh, I'ma get some braids, or I'ma get some weave, or I'ma get a perm because I don't know what to do with my hair. No, a lot of times you just not comfortable with your hair. You have to be comfortable with your hair and just understand that, you know, your hair is beautiful the way God designed it. Now, if you want to add some extra decorations to it, of course, by all means, add some decorations to your hair. But you should always be comfortable with what you have in front of you. You know, when you understand that your hair is beautiful and that it's designed a specific way for a reason you know you have healthy hair you'll learn how to maintain your hair but you gotta stop trying to look at other people's textures and look at other people's pictures and you know trying to have 
uh, identity of someone else's and appreciate the identity of yourselves. And I know it's easier said than done because I just told someone this like, we talked about racism, right? And I seen a post on social media and um, it really just got me to thinking. It was a post, the post was like completely opposite of what I'm talking about now. The, the post was asking a question, do you think that a black man could be uh, pro-black and still be in an interracial relationship? And me, I just kept it all the way real. I said, it just depends on the man and it depends on the woman. It depends on number one, because that's just kind of like it does. It doesn't mean like just because someone is white that they can't be pro black and they can't be with us and they're not activists with us. However, you got to have an understanding of what that person mind frame is as well. So it's not just about them being from that culture or being from that ethnicity. What are their intentions really? And what are your intentions really as a black person? Because not every person with black skin or melanated is all pro black and for our people either. So I think that's a conversation that needs to be had. But as I like, you know, thought more about that, like thought more about the question that was asked, you know, it, it really made me like question, you know, racism to begin with. For example, right? I'll say the wave of being natural has been really huge since 2008. So we like 11 years in of this natural hair care uh, movement. You feel me? Now we see so many beautiful sisters and brothers, uh, natural, lock hair, afro hair. Like everybody's just really like loving and embracing their hair for what it really is. However, so many people want to embrace their hair, but we're still struggling to find a product that's really geared towards us. And so for that reason, a lot of African-Americans have become entrepreneurs and made their own products and, you know, have been like really just doing things the organic, the organic way themselves, because the reason why that is because there was no there was no companies around here gearing any hair care products towards black people with natural hair like at all even the so-called natural hair care lines that you got at the store they're supposed to be organic a lot of them still are not organic and they're not made by african-americans and even some of the ones that are made by african-americans have like taken you know made their shit more commercialized you know to keep their money afloat and to keep you know, to keep themselves in business, you know, and they're doing what another individual has told them to do to like cut down costs with products and shit like that. And I get it. However, you know, with that being said, we never had that shit before now. Like we never had a lot of uh, companies like really catering towards us for our hair care needs and not even just our hair care needs, even makeup. Even makeup, we just now, when we had Rihanna release Fenty and then you seen my girl Super release the crayon case, now you're seeing more companies trying to really uh, cater towards the African-American natural movement. And so a lot of people have saw a way of making profit of this, you know, that, that aren't from our community, but they're making profit. But this, this, this has never been because they have been accepting of us or have been, um, have been a part of like treating us equal. So like for a long time, black people, we've had to use what was around for ourselves. Like they gotta be really fucked up. That's how, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like you really know racism is still alive and well to the point where we don't even 
know how to do our hair or have products available for our hair type because the masses and the higher beings have always just made something and sold it to us what they think we should have and everything that they thought that that we should have did not identify with our culture so like having straight hair you know how everybody was bleaching their hair and doing all of those things well that's because we were in a society that was not it was not catered towards us we came here from africa so everything that was like from our heritage and from our culture was stripped we had to learn how to make ourselves groom and look like we're a part of american society and that's why we started straightening our hair and bleaching our skin and doing all of these self-hate mechanisms to fit in and blend into society now we come into a point where we like nah fuck that no more we're not doing that no more now you got all of these companies all of these companies want to like get a part of this like they don't want to they see that black entrepreneurship is at an all-time high because we want everything as black as possible we want our clothing to be black we want our uh, uh our, our skincare to be black we want our diets uh to to be for african people you know we we're healing african and holistically and so like now we have all of this going on so guess who wants to be a part of the the the, the commerce game you know exactly you feel me i know y'all probably like bitch what are you talking about no i'm just saying what needs to be said because this is why it is so important for you to love and appreciate your hair to love and appreciate your skin because if you don't you know you'll still be a part of this uh puppet puppeteer type system you feel me you gotta you gotta identify with what what you truly are and who you truly are and a big part of that is your your skin and your hair being what God created it to be, melanated and Afro-like. You feel me? It's very, very symbolic. And so even back to the 1970s and the 60s, when it was a political statement, you feel me? That was the, the main reason why people went natural. But even still to this day, you know, we're going natural for different reasons, but it still is a political statement that we are happy and proud to be who we are and we're not what people believe that we are so you should you know so because look what happens when we keep trying to identify with other cultures we curse from that we trying to put perms in our hair and overly style our hair because we're not comfortable with the way god designed our hair to be and what happens you end up losing your hair you end up losing your hair and your hair is connected directly to your hormones you know and then your hair is direct uh, the uh, your hair is connected directly uh, to, to your mood and to different mental ailments of your body. Your hair is connected directly to your nervous system. So it's important for you to take care of your hair, appreciate your hair, because, you know, you see what happens when we don't, when we try to fit in and blend in with a society that's not trying to gear, uh, gear their agenda towards equality that's never what it's been you know yeah like i even went to the store i went to rainbow and i i went in there because i, I was in a hurry and i had to like uh go do some little pop-up events and shit and so i went in there and i went to you know just get a shirt because you know that's what black people do we go to rainbow it's quick it's cheap you know it's right in the hood so majority of the time if i can't shop with my people i'll shop somewhere cheap like walmart rainbow that's just a fact well this particular day like i said i was in a hurry so i needed just some type of shirt and i was just so amazed at all of the melanated shirts and black queenness and black this and black power and black pretty and educated i said when the fuck when did uh rainbow start doing this 
You know, never. We've been shopping at Rainbow. Black people been shopping at Rainbow for a long time. Like we that number one consumer, and they're they're pretty much in all of the urban areas. In the urban areas, you're gonna only find Rainbow, pretty much. You know, and so for years they've never geared a style towards us in that way, where it's a black, bold, and beautiful black queen and melanin queen, and, it, and it, you know, like I said, everybody now. It's not because they're accepting of us or that they love us and they appreciate us or they even really believe it, but it's a way to make profit. So I saw that and I was like kind of upset. I still bought a shirt. I said, damn, I bought a shirt. But I'm like, I don't think I'm shopping with them anymore. I want to always continue to keep shopping with my brothers and sisters. You know, there's too many companies out here that make uh, the, the shirts that say melanin and melanated and uh black pretty and dope and you know black pretty and educated you know shout out to wake up rise you know wake up rise is a t-shirt company that does just that it's geared directly towards african-americans and it's very expressive you feel me so if y'all looking for some dope apparel and you looking for some t-shirts and you even trying to get some custom y'all go to go to wakeuprise.com a lot of my t-shirts come from there i got a shirt that say black women been finessing since forever you know that's one of my favorite shirts when i go out in the community and go hustling it's just a good you know put me in a good look grind mode and and again if y'all looking for those type of apparels go to wakeuprise.com but yeah I think I pretty much said everything that I need to say about alopecia. I'm always continue to keep um, doing these podcast episodes. I know I'm a little behind, but there'll be another one coming pretty soon. I at least try to do them like once every few weeks or so. So I'm going to get back into the schedule of things. And also, if you haven't done so already, check out my other podcast show. That's QueenQuemoPodcast.com. Um, I mean, <laughs> that's my website. My other podcast is called Queen Quemo Podcast. Okay. If you want to go to Queen Quemo Podcast, it's a, a variety of episodes. I had the very dope and inspiring Jane Elliott on there. I had songwriter and recording artist Jizzle on there. I got a lot of Midwest artists on there. That I really adore and appreciate. And it's just always like good conversation and good content on Queen Quemo Podcast. So if you really enjoy Black Hair Care Matters, you probably really will enjoy Queen Quaymo podcast. So, yeah, that's what I pretty much been doing. I've been busy. I've been grinding. I'm always looking for people to come aboard to Black Hair Care Matters. If you have any questions about hair care, if there's something you want to promote, go ahead and send me an email. My email is always in the description of the episode. Okay. So I'm out of here. Y'all take care of them beautiful heads. Take care of them babies, and y'all stay blessed and encouraged. I'm out. <laughs>